Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? You know, that was a very interesting uh, phone topic this morning. Well, you found that. out a lot of guys cry. Yeah. Yeah, but they wanted to change their names. Yes. Because they're like me, to they won't admit the it. innocent. What? <laughs> right. Exactly. The only one, I think there was only one guy who didn't, and he was he's older, and I don't think he cared. It was right. about losing his wife. No. Oh. Oh, well, yeah. you know, I mean, come that's on. That's like a given. That's yeah. not about I mean, the job. Right, that's, that's about, not about the job. Yeah, that's about something exactly. deeper than that. Right. Exactly. But stress. But he still cried at work over it. Yeah, I think stress will could make anybody cry. If you are extremely, extremely yeah. stressed to the point of no return, or you blow up in an anger fit. And also, I think people get tired, and when yeah. they're tired, they get emotional. But yeah. I think women more than guys, I do. But well, I think I would agree st- with that. Stressing, stressing, you know, cry, stress crying is more women. And I think stress anger is more men. Yeah, men get mm-hmm. men get pissed. Yeah, yeah. They get they yeah, anger and lust are the two negatives for men. Yeah. Yes. And just crying. Yes. <laughs> for women. Vindictiveness and jealousy <laughs> yeah. are the two negatives for women. I just remember my Maybe a little my anger. friend of mine always cries like for every little thing like. And I don't mean like he just cries uncontrollably, but it, like if he breaks up with a woman, I'd be like, "Hey, dude, get over it! Like, yeah, get over it!" You know, or his work or whatever. A very emotional. I don't mind I'll look over at a movie. He's like, "Dude, you crying?" <laughs> that doesn't bother you when if a guy cries no. like that. I mean, just like for example, that movie with Jude Law we were talking about, the uh, Holiday. Holiday. Didn't bother me. Didn't bother Crystal. No, I like that movie still. But but did you? If a guy was like, I mean, to me, when he was crying in the movie, I didn't believe it. I, I didn't believe well, he was... That's just bad acting. You know, it was just bad acting. Maybe it was bad acting, yeah. I think it depends how often a guy's crying, why they're crying. Because I did have a guy I dated for a couple months. He cried in front of me, but we were very close, and it was about something serious. Like, we ran into a kid in Hollywood that was homeless, and he, like, gave him his jacket, and then had, like, a moment yes. where he felt really connected and like felt bad guy. for the kid. Yeah. I like that guy. He's married with and has a child now. But oh. <laughs> but, he, but he's a good guy. He was a good guy. Yeah. yeah. You, you know him, Lisa? No, I, she's describing <laughs> him and how, I like him. Yeah, he was oh, a good guy. Yeah. And in that moment him. it was valid why he cried and, you know, it made sense. I think it's a, a strong uh, a sign of strength. Are you saying I'm weak because I don't cry all yes. the time? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Man, she snapped up that line. <laughs> Is not crying a sign of weakness? <laughs> no. I'm just, <laughs> I just think that if a guy breaks down a little bit, it's fine. I don't want you breaking down every day, nor do right. I want a woman well, breaking down Well, too bad, because yeah. it's about to start. Uh-oh. You asked for it. <laughs> I mean, I, I you are trying are. to deny me my feelings. <laughs> no, I'm not really. <laughs> You don't care. Well, maybe. <laughs> right, there you go. Isn't it like everything else in moderation? Like right. if someone, yeah. for a good reason, breaks down, it's understandable. Yeah. Right. Yesterday, I'm. I would say I'm like medium on emotions, but yesterday my best friend was telling me her dad's in the hospital, and over the phone I like teared up with yes. her. That's my best friend. I grew up well, with her yeah, parents. That's, that's, that's tough. Yeah, that's human attachment. You know, yeah. it's yes. like you know things like that. I feel like it's valid. It is. The, stuff, the one thing that'll get me, like in a movie theater, is father-daughter stuff. Oh. That gets me. I mean, I never knew that until I had daughters. Right. It never got me it, until it's I was... personal somebody, now. Somebody told me that once. They're like, oh, I was watching this thing, and it was about this kid, and he got you know, sick, and this and that. Oh, man, I was bawling my eyes out. This big, grown guy, right? And I right. was like, dude. And he goes, oh, wait till you get a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
But to to me, it's like I'll tear up. I won't like go on a full on. You know. Yeah, it's more like ne- the tears. In a theater, I'll never go on full. I might like tear up yeah. for some like, especially Nicholas Sparks movies. They do oh. make me tear up with yeah. the every time there's like a Come death on. and a romance and a you know. I mean, it's just too well, that's tough. Not fair. I don't it's yeah, not see. Fair. I don't. I don't tear up on <laughs> that's those. That's not fair. I want to chew think, my leg off to get I, out of it. <laughs> I just feel so like, oh, that, what if that happens? You know. <laughs> Listen, I cry watching AGT. Okay, so. Come on, America's Got Talent. Oh, oh I that cry. one. That I cry one. all the time with the with the. Well, you're thinking of the little boy, the little the boy, the autistic boy. boy that sung like an Cody. angel. His name oh is gosh. Cody. But by the way, I cry all the time at that show. There are things that are just so stunning that you just cry. Mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy makes me cry because I feel like I'm so invested with the characters. They're like, my it makes me now. cry too, but for I'm a different. I'm thinking reason. they may almost edit that to make you cry. What do you think? Edit yeah. AGT? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they want to pull they, at your heartstrings. Yeah, they put, put the they put somebody in. out there. They go, guess what? Guess what we found? And then they put them on there. And you're <laughs> but it's usually I cry tears of joy. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like, you know. That's why they do it. I don't normally t- cry the tears of joy. I'm always like death. Oh, has for God's sakes! I cry watching the Ellen Show. So come on, when she brings. <laughs> well, you're on the you're people, not a weeper like that, though. Really, I'm come on. really not. But, the June's like that. She'll really cry at not, anything. I'm not a weeper, but like when Ellen will bring a family on who's given so much and they're basically living in the street themselves, right. and I see, I'm like, oh my God, why can't I be like them? I mean, not get what? money from Ellen. Be that kind-hearted. Oh, I see. Yeah, like I thought you everything. meant why you can't you everything. be living in the streets? I thought <laughs> no. that's what. No, no, no. <laughs> why can't I live in the streets? Meaning street? these <laughs> people have nothing yet. They will give everything. I'm. I'm not going to lie. That's not me. Oh, you want to hear? I give. Yeah. But, you but know, not, not, not sh- to yeah. the extent that they do, and that makes my heart cry of, of love for them. You know. Right. So that's what happens. You know, the guy that runs. You want to cry? The guy that runs the union. Downtown, and he went out working with the homeless on the oh. streets of LA. You know oh. these people, and he got a bacteria oh. and lost one of his legs. Oh dear lord! And still is out working with the homeless. Unbelievable! Oh, my God! I mean, that to me is you know. Yeah. Like I said, problem. I wish I had that DNA in me yeah. to do things. Me like too. That. I really do. I do too. <laughs> I mean, I I help people and I give to a lot of charity, yeah. but. I mean, you've I'm gone not- out and done parades and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That'll be the last parade I ever did. <laughs> Here's a sad story. Uh, there's this girl named Jenny Lee, a woman, who has been in 223 porn movies. They call her a superstar of porn, right? <laughs> she is Tracy Lords. I thought she was the superstar of uh, porn. Who knows? But this Jenny Lee is now living... Homeless living in the tunnels under Las Vegas. Oh my God. There's a huge network, like 200 miles of tunnels under Las Vegas. Wow. It's a flash flood system. Was who, who built that? City of Las Vegas. Wow. Well, I mean, probably aliens, well, but no, the city of Las Vegas. <laughs> Vegas used to flood a lot. It still does. So yeah. they started building these huge wow. tunnels. So, so that the, all this expensive stuff up, you know, on, right. on the, it doesn't the flood, doesn't right? Flood, yeah. She's living, they went and they found her in this British magazine or newspaper, The Express or one of those. And they're talking to her about what is it like living in a tunnel under Vegas? Yeah, too, a little too successful, maybe. I actually got very famous. Um, I, I should still be top 100 on some, you know, some list somewhere. I used to be so hot. <laughs> 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 but, uh. You know, I'm, but I'm happy. You know, I, 
I have everything I need here. Do you like it here? <laughs> I kind of, I do, I do. You do um, like it? I do. Like, sure, there's no water, and... What do you like there's about no it? There's no water. Uh, I like that um, those hardships build camaraderie. Yeah, she has real friends now. She's a mess. Yeah, she is a hot mess. What a mess that is. Well, you know, 200 porn films. You know, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, some of those girls came out okay. Hey. And made a lot of money and didn't blow it. And, you know, that's that's about... Well, they blew it, but... Not a, not a career. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Not, not, a, not a career you'd recommend. Oh, no. God, no. But yeah. I think that's with anything. You could blow all your money and end up on the wrong side of the tracks. Hello, yeah. how about uh, Mike Tyson? Uh, a lot of pro athletes. Dollars. They say within two or three years, like 80%, 90% of NFL players are completely broke yeah. after they stop playing. And those rappers, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the gold uh, teeth and the gold necklaces. And, and, and also, I think some some people do just give out too much to everybody. You know? Well, you know what happens? It's like they come from places where they've never nobody right. has money. And Who's the so, minute somebody in the group gets money, everybody else comes after. What's the most right. famous one? Of, MC of, Hammer. Yeah, MC Hammer, where right. he just he paid gave all, all the posse. He and, gave everybody money, everybody cars, everybody. And then he wasn't able to make that money back. And well, he went broke. When we were kids, we had a friend. Uh, you know, we came from a like a working class neighborhood in, mm-hmm. in north of Seattle and, and we had a band but one of the guys in the band the lead singer Tony got in the cast of Hair and he traveled with Hair he did the Seattle show then he did Coconut Grove uh, down by Miami right yeah was and, he the naked one no oh, okay well he did get naked at okay. the, they all got naked right but, I think, yeah uh, there is like a scene and uh, and traveled around with a show well he came back to Seattle after a couple of years with like 20,000 bucks he'd saved up well every one of the hippie dudes that we were all hanging out with came after him within like six months he had nothing Dang. you know and that's just the uh, way back to, I, then that could have been a year of a life yeah for mm-hmm. him so so mm-hmm. it's like uh you know if if you come from a working class which fewer people do now because it's right. like it's, it's either poor or middle class mm-hmm. but come from a working class background suddenly you come into money you don't know what to do with it you've never seen that before right you know i had that experience i first you know i was the first person in my family to make a lot of money and I got taken in a Ponzi scheme. I, my agent took me. He wound up that. in jail for seven years in a Ponzi scheme. Wow. So it's like, you're so dumb. You don't, you're like, oh, I send you all this money and. Well, you're you just know. naive. It's the first time you're doing something yeah. like that. Right. And, and, and then you learn, you know. You <laughs> just, and it's not like they have classes in college or high school about investment unless you're in finance. Right. So you don't understand how to make more money Is with that your right? money. They don't have classes for that? Not like. N- not needed class, like you don't have to take it to graduate. Right, they're you know what starting I mean? now. It might to, be an elective, but to, or needed oh, for finance or business. A lot of these professional leagues now, like NFL specifically, will take the the newly signed rookies and give them courses on how Online? to manage your money. That's smart. And do like, hey, like they have financial advisors, like, hey, don't we'll go spending all your money. Well, here's you sit back, take it in, and right, you want to have a retirement have a plan exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about this uh, teacher, Lizzie Barra, at uh, Robert F. Kennedy Elementary. I, I really want to talk about this tomorrow on the air and uh, build up the donations for her because uh, you know it's important. It's knock knock. It's back to school. She's in City Terrace, which is kind of a low-income neighborhood. Speaking Where is of low-income, I used to live there. 
it's actually well, bad Cal neighborhood. State LA. It's a very it, well. I mean, it's 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 an inner city neighborhood. I wouldn't call it necessarily a bad neighborhood. I yeah. lived there, I'm, and I didn't yeah. have any problems. But there are people that that live in that community have been there for their entire lives, Where generation it, after exactly? generation. It's off the ten near like Cal State LA area, uh, Boyle Heights, ah. kind of like I would put it like. Where El Tapiac is, you know, the, right. the, 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 the original, the original one. Yeah, it's kind of maybe a mile away from that, but it's it's kind of it's burled between freeways. It's it's kind of like yeah. trapped between you know the thoroughfares and stuff, and it's just people who live there. They love their community and they're proud and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was there, it's just the, you get to know the people and they won't bother you, you know. Yeah. But there are some people that cause trouble and whatnot. Mm. Well, that's an area. families yeah. and, yeah. yeah. It's just you like, haven't lived in Brentwood. You haven't seen what goes on there. <laughs> well, right right next to Brentwood over there's right across Welshire, there's a neighborhood that's just like this. Yeah. And, I mean, everyone knows a neighborhood. Where? Uh, you know where the McDonald's is on Wilshire? Yes, Brockton. Just Brockton. Just keep going down Brockton. There's a lot of low-income families, a lot of English as second language, a lot of people, two or three jobs. In Brockton Avenue Elementary, where we our little church group meets... Uh, their their PTA for the entire year raised about $5,000, and they thought they were doing really good. Meanwhile, about two miles away, the PTA raises like $300,000 a year, you know. So Jeez. it's like these schools, and a lot of them just don't have money for yeah. anything. So for her, she needs like snacks, backpacks, uh, money for fabric, for uh, costumes for the girls, glue sticks, uh, dry erase markers. Well, my parents uh, donated some money. Yeah, laptop and speakers, uh, binders. So, you know, I'm going to kick in some money, but we need, you know, folks to step up for these guys, and we're going to go out and it surprise was the classroom. Interesting, because I just went to my son's school and. They, you know, they're, they're, you know how they have the chalkboard set up. Mm-hmm. It's all computerized, so they sit there and the teacher types everything out, and it, there it is on the screen. She can put her fingers on the board and move stuff around. Mm-hmm. And then this girl, this, you know, this teacher, and that's given to her. But this teacher at this school, they don't have that, so everything's still kind of done the old way. So it's like school to school, district to district, on who gets what money and yeah. uh, what they're using it on. It's yep. crazy. Yeah, it's not good. So. We'll do that. We'll talk about what we were good at in school. Lisa was talking. (laughs) English. Crystal was what? Talking. English and math. English and math, yeah. English and math. She's got one on me. Brandon, were you good at anything in school? Geography and history. Really? U.S. history. Wow. No wonder you like hiking. I love uh, geography and geology. Well, both. Geology, Because you like rock stuff, too. Yeah. Well, I liked history. He's weird. Anything that didn't involve math. I was like... Math was... For, oof. Oh, my gosh. History for me like, was like my... That was my kryptonite. Oh, my gosh. History I was failed. mine. I, I think I made it past fourth grade math. That was about it. I would yeah. say legitimately eighth, ninth grade math Maybe. for me. Maybe. Me too. And then I was out. I could not get the... Oh, no. the me too. I couldn't get loved any it. of it. I took consumer math, which basically taught me how to balance a checkbook and do right. taxes. But oh, by wow. the way, it's <laughs> funny how I couldn't get any of that, but my dad would put some money down and he would teach me adding and subtracting with money and no problem. You can probably do numbers in your head, right? Yes. Yeah, I can do that too. Or I can Same. figure out like blank and blank and I go, that's such but percentage of whatever. I could not figure out calculus, algebra, geometry. I couldn't figure out any of that. I loved chemistry too. Too because it was math. Chemistry is really like Isn't a science. Isn't that interesting? So are math, you good yeah. at focusing? Yeah. Actually, you know, it may seem like I'm scatterbrained, but I actually can focus a yeah. lot when I need to. So I think if you're like ADD, you're more the creative type. 
You know, it's like you can't focus on any one thing. You're seeing everything all the right. time. Right, 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 you, right. You can't focus. And they, they call that a disease now. They call that like right. ADD, ADD, ADHD. Yep. And well, they and yeah. they and they put you on Ritalin, and then you're no, going no, crazy. now they got another thing now. Oh, oh they got yeah, another. Yeah, they got thing? you on the Ativan now. It makes uh. you so. I remember one girl taking it in my like ninth grade anatomy class, and I was super hyper, and no, mm-hmm. my mom was never going to let me get on anything. But she was so like weird, and you could tell the days when she wasn't on it, she'd be like you know bubbly and herself, and when she was taking the the pills or whatever, she'd be so calm, just sitting doing like staring into space. It was. Yeah, when we Crazy. were little, they called it hyperactive. Yeah. Now they just changed it to yeah. ADHD. Yeah. Well, you know, because you know why? Uh, part of it is. Well, they, they They legitimately think that they have a disorder, but the parents will come in and go, what's wrong with my kid? Fix them. Right. And the doctor goes, I'll fix them. I'll give them a pill. And then the parents go, okay, that's off the... I can go back to my okay, life then. now. You know, my mm-hmm. kid is fixed by the doctor, you know. But, they, you know, Jack, they diagnosed him as ADHD. And he went in, they gave him Ritalin, and you would take the Ritalin, which is speed, which supposedly turns on the frontal lobes of the brain, right, so he could focus. And then, but then at night, he'd have to take a downer to go to sleep. Oh, dear. After about two weeks of that, he came in and said, you know, I really, I don't like this. And I said, stop. I said, just don't do it, because I'll take you the way you are. I'm not, I, I don't, you don't need to be fixed for me. I think like one of the worst things that parents tell kids is, we got to fix you. Like there's something wrong with you, yeah, right. And that that we saw that you know some kid that didn't make it because their whole life the mom is going, I got to fix you. Don't worry, we're going to fix you. Yeah, and And it's a terrible thing, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's like you got to be very careful with all of that stuff. I think. So what were we good at in school? Getting out of school. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you in the morning.